Welcome to Mindful Mostly. I'm Andrea Collins, and I'm pretty into mindful living like you. You know, like, mostly. I'm a girl in my early 30s, okay, almost mid-30s, that really wants to live her best life. And I know that you want to do the same. But let's start by being real. I have some crystals that I don't know what they do. An essential oil diffuser that I think might burn my house down. And I don't love yoga, okay? You can feel you guys hating me for saying that. I don't love yoga. In fact, I call it exercise for skinny people. But maybe I just haven't gotten far enough into it, okay? Okay? But this is what the balance is, because at the same time, I love journaling and nature and breath work and I dig talking to the universe even though my dog doesn't understand what's happening when I do that. (laughs) But this show is about that kind of realness. It's a wellness show but an honest one. No judgment here sister. Has spring finally sprung where you live because damn it is taking its time here. I still have about 13 different jackets in rotation at the front door because you know how it is if you live in Canada. You've got like your cute winter going out jacket, but then you've got to wear your jacket underneath that. And then you've got your regular winter jacket for when it's cold, but then there's your regular winter jacket for when it's not as cold. And then there's the one for when you walk the dog. You get it. Can't wait to put those away. We have no coat hooks at our front door because we still we moved into our new house not long ago, so there's just jackets everywhere. Speaking of which, it's nice that spring has sprung because there are leaves growing on the one tree in our neighborhood, which is making it seem just a little bit less sketchy. Are you feeling like it's time to move the old bod and maybe get an eating plan down pat? I'm reminded of this every time my phone tells me how far I am from Pizza Pizza. Did I tell you this yet? I don't know why. It's not saved as a favorite, but my phone, probably four times a day, tells me how far I am from Pizza Pizza. (sighs) Yeah, I'll like wake up in the morning. It's like a beautiful sunny day. I drink my lemon water and then I look at my phone and it says, you are 11 minutes away from Pizza Pizza. Traffic is light. Is this a sign from the universe? If so, what does it mean? Speaking of that, did you guys see the meme that was posted on the at Mindful Mostly Instagram page this week? A lot of you guys are loving that. You've got to check it out if you haven't already. It's up there right now. And BTW, like the page, follow please, and subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. That is the bread and butter. Currently at 45 reviews. Yes! But the goal is 100 by the end of May. So mom, mom, you need to figure out how to use the iTunes. Today is going to be a really good show, you guys. We are talking about finding your tribe. Do you find that you kind of wish you had more of a solid girl group around you? Because I'm not going to lie. It does get a bit harder to make new real friends as you get older. Like how many times have you gone for a drink or like, let's go for a coffee and you do, but then like, I don't know, it just doesn't really turn into anything or like you don't get that good vibe you feel when you've left um, a get together where you just know like, okay, that clicked, that friend clicked. 
Have you had friends that you've met over the past few years where it's like, boom, you met each other at a party or wherever you were, friends forever. Those ones, when those happen, it's so special because it doesn't happen that often. Let's say you're trying to build that tribe around you. Today, Lori Harder is going to help you create one. She's got this book that's just come out. It's called The Tribe Called Bliss. And she's a self-love expert with over 1 million listeners on her Earn Your Happy podcast. She's got this book coming out where she shares the exact structure she used to build her own tribe and grow from the anxiety-ridden, unhealthy, introverted underachiever she was to the confident woman who takes risks and leaps out of her comfort zone. That is what we're getting into today. Shout out to everybody who entered last week's book giveaway. It was Simple Acts to Save Our Planet, 500 Ways to Make a Difference by Michelle Neff. And if you haven't listened to that episode, uh, you should go back and check it out. It was a really good one. So congratulations to this week's winners. They are winners because they gave real nice, mindful, mostly shout outs on Instagram. Claire.McWilliams and iHeartKale1908. One in Calgary, one in Texas. Thanks, ladies. But let's get to the Soul Nugget shout-out, shall we? This one is kind of a mind-blower. Learn to love people into freedom, not cages. Ooh, that's good. And something you need to remember every day when you're losing faith, what's yours will always find you. Tribe Called Bliss is out. It is all about growing that sisterhood, which I think, honestly, a lot of us sometimes struggle with. It's everybody's struggle. Mm -hmm. Like, I would love to have these relationships that support this new goal in my life or where I really want to go. Or, wow, I moved cities with this new job. And how does a woman in her 30s, 40s, whatever that looks like, um, or 20s even, like, how, how do we make friends outside of, you know, these social circles that we were forced into before, like school, or we were in these categories where you just kind of naturally make friends. And I think that is the most important topic to cover is if we really want to get to where we want to go and enjoy the process, that's the main part, uh, we have to learn to have these conversations of what it looks like to create re relationships from the beginning that support us and that we create our own expectations and our own boundaries. Or I think what's happening, I know this happened to me and so many women that I talked to when I was researching the book is we never allow ourselves to get into these relationships because we're so afraid of the expectation of time or of how we show up or of energy or what is this relationship gonna look like because we don't have these conversations from the beginning. So that's really what the book is, is it's almost like this new idea of how we meet each other, have conversations and what does this relationship look like? Mm. I also feel that as we when we were younger and we were making friendships like a bit more easily, I'm going to say, and I know that there's always there's those people that you meet and there's this like immediate connection and the flint, the friendship flows really easily. But then mm -hmm. there's others that especially as now, you know, as you get a bit older, it's just when we were younger, you would meet a friend, you'd stroll around for the whole afternoon, whatever, maybe you'd like end up doing some reality show binging on the couch. There were opportunities mm -hmm. for more 
bonding because I feel like we were just so airy and open. As we mm-hmm. grow and our schedules maybe get get a bit more packed, everything becomes so scheduled and it loses the fluidity of friendship. Do you think that could be part of it? I totally think that's part of it. And I think that we had without realizing it, maybe we had some built-in friend time that always connected us, you know, and now it's like, if we don't have, let's just say music class, or we don't have um, track or dance class or whatever that looks like that was automatically connecting you guys, or you have this space, then, you know, we're going to either lose, lose those relationships or never be able to get to that deep place of connection that happens after hours and hours where you're like with someone and you're more comfortable. So um, that's a huge reason why everything that I talk about in the book is exactly what I did. So this is what was coming up in my life is as I was really wanting to become uh, goal centric. Like I, I wanted to achieve these things. I was like, these are huge things in my life that I don't want to die without accomplishing. But how do I have these friendships while I'm writing a book, while I'm building this other business, you know, while I'm uh, creating breakthroughs in my own life. And for me, I only had these pockets of time. So I wanted to have an agreement with women to say, Hey, you know, we meet every other, that's kind of where this idea came from of, almost like masterminding, but masterminding with this intention of actually just connecting and supporting each other and whatever is coming up for us. So we created a space for an hour every other week where we open with like a a prayer and a mini meditation. And we have these agreements that it's safe to ask a little bit deeper questions right away. Um, And the book carries those questions that go from like kind of surface level questions. If you're new to the group, if you're new to this idea, if you're new to kind of creating these connections that slowly, gradually increase with getting to know you better. So better questions, get better answers, get a better relationship. And that's what you do. So you're connecting with less time, but with more intention. Mm -hmm. So I know that I wanted deeper connections in my life. So for me, the intention was let's kind of go there. Like, what do you need right now? What's missing in your life? What are you having trouble with? Like, let's talk about that and really respect these time constraints and each other's schedules, but keep this space open. Mm -hmm. And why do you think that so many women don't have those relationships that we're, we're truly desiring right now? Oh man, I, there's a million and five reasons. Um, because we are most likely projecting something from our past that happened in a relationship onto all of the women into our lives. So whether it was, you know, for me, I kind of, I went through a list of, um, you know, whenever I'm in a female relationship or when I have female friends, I feel like it's one-sided. Um, I feel like I'm giving all of my energy away. I feel like I'm always coaching someone. I feel like, um, I leave feeling really unfulfilled and totally tapped out and drained. And looking back, it was, and, and I cover all these different things. So that's just my personal experience. And then I cover someone else's personal experience. And it's like, I think what was happening for me is I thought, well, every time I make these female friends, I'm just drained and I don't have time. And they have this expectation that they always want to meet for coffee. And I end up coaching them. And looking back, it was like, okay, in my personal experience, that was happening because I was teaching them how to treat me. It was like every time I'd show up, they'd ask me how I am, but I would never actually get vulnerable enough to tell them because I only wanted to be in relation relationships that I felt really good in. And I felt really good when I could help coach someone Mm. or help move someone to the next level or help somebody get through something. So I was getting those like, you know, those hits of, um, 
dopamine through being able to help someone and get through something, but I was never allowing them to see me. So I was leaving all of these conversations like so exhausted, but never willing to be vulnerable enough to allow someone to help me. Um, Cause that was scary. You know, that, you know, from my past, I had been um, gossiped about before or been um, hurt before by someone when I opened up vulnerably. So I thought, well, I could be in relationships. I'll just help people. <laughs> That's great. Right. Except until you wake up and you view relationships as totally one-sided and you avoid them. Um, and then you leave feeling really empty. So there's so many reasons. That's just one reason of the plethora of reasons. Um, you know, we can, we can think any of these thoughts. And I think the book highlights where are you stopping yourself and really assessing what that looks like and how you could come up at these relationships from a new angle so you don't have that replay again and again and again in your life. Are a lot of women telling you that it's also their busy schedule that's holding them back? Yes, all the time. Like <laughs> that's probably the main one is like, I'm just too busy for friends. And it's crazy because I believe that if we um, make the time and make it a priority and you don't even need a lot. Like I literally meet every other week for one hour with, um, specific groups of women who we all have the same goal of moving forward and supporting each other. Um, and just also, you know, really having each other's backs and connecting deeply. So one hour every two weeks has completely changed my life. And it's nuts because you don't really realize that one hour could do that, but to have, this group of people that you know if you need to tap into something or you're having a really rough day or you know you just got rejection letters from 21 publishers the personal experience um <laughs> <laughs> like to have this group to remind you and get you like your to have your comeback rate be so much faster because you know when you're out in the world and you're building a business or you're creating your life or you're moving towards any goal it doesn't matter what it is there is a sort of free fall you are transcending from where you are going now and you're in the space where you do not know what to expect and a lot of times there's a lot of failure involved there's a lot of things that are not fun there's a lot of things that we did not expect would come up and when you have a group of people who just consistently you know, cheer you on, have your back, are the safety net for you, you're going to bounce back so much faster. So things for me that would have taken me a week, two weeks, three weeks to get over, right, to pick myself back up. It's like now I'll say, hey, guys, I have a really big call. It's, it could go either way. I don't know if I'm going to be totally rejected and feel awful or if this is going to be like the best day of my life. But could we schedule a quick like 10 minute call right afterward um, or five minute call? Like, are you free on this day? And it's like, you know, having people who are like, yes, absolutely. Let's make sure that this happens. And you get rejected. You get on the call. You cry for five minutes. They help you. They remind you who you are. And you're back into business within that day, whereas normally it might have been three weeks, you know. So creating these deep relationships of we're not going to infringe upon constantly, like, taking so much time. But I am going to be there for you um, when you need me to be there. The best. The best. I mean, those kind of those kind of relationships, there is nothing like it out there. And Lori, I feel like we still have so much to get to. And I'm trying to keep this show to 20 minutes an episode. But I still want to talk to you about why you didn't think you were a girl's girl before and how that's changed. 
Also, how you actually connect with your sisterhood, like what's a good routine you guys have, and how to grow a mindful career. I want to get to that, too, because you've done so well with that. Um, but how can people win a copy of the book? So you can go to a tribe called bliss.com and that is where you can get the book. And also um, I'm going on a tour. So I might be coming to a city near you. I would love to hang out with you. And for the book giveaway, you guys can go to lauriharder.com forward slash free book. It's all one word. So you can enter the code mindful mostly. And I'm going to give you, we're going to pick 10 people to send the free books to, but you're also just gonna get a free workshop even if you sign up there. So it's one hour free on how to create an epic tribe in your life. Hashtag sisterhood, awesome. Okay, we'll pick up this conversation again next week. Thanks, Lori. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me on. Sisterhood. Right? So good. Thanks, Lori Harder. We are going to talk to her more next week about building your tribe. So here's the challenge for this week. I want you to think about this so you're all ready to roll for next week. Think about some solid people in your life that you really want to band together with. Doesn't have to be five or ten. Gosh, that probably only makes it more complicated. Three tops, four, even two or one. Just somebody that's your bud that you can call up and you can motivate each other. Um, because you might have a whole lot of friends, but certain ones are s very special. You know what I mean? Listen to this quote. A woman who wants nothing from you but to help manifest your vision as she's manifesting her own, far and few. And it's true. There's a lot of good people out there. It's just that you don't connect on that level with all of them. So start thinking over the next week about who you want in your girl gang, your tribe, your sisterhood group, your moon priestesses group, whatever you want to call it, the women that you know you can band together and build community with. And then we'll pick it up next week. All right. In the meantime, rate and subscribe on iTunes and follow the Mindful Mostly Instagram. Loving those shout outs. Please keep them coming. I will talk to you next Monday on Mindful Mostly.